0: Hey everyone, CNote here and welcome to Super Myers Bricks Turbo X, the shore, the show, the show, sure, the show that is working towards helping you get the high score in life, essentially. I'm still working on a tagline, but uh, today I wanted to talk a little bit about the INFJ course because it is done. It is ready to go. I know I have a few episodes ago I talked about INFJ the Mage, which was basically a general breakdown of INFJs. We're gonna gonna go over that a little bit and uh, talk about specifically what is in the course, why it'll be good for you, and um, having access to me if you purchase the course to uh, to be able to learn a little bit more about your personality type and how you can uh, set the proper boundaries that you need to as an INFJ and uh, learn how there's a little bit of confusion sometimes of INFJs feeling like they are a thinker, but they're actually really concerned with emotions and, uh, emotional decision-making is going to give them a better sense or give you rather a better sense of, uh, uh, growth and decision-making as you go forward. So let's, uh, hit the theme music and let's talk a little bit about INFJ, the mage course. Let's go. Okay. Okay, Welcome to the show. I hope you guys are doing okay. I hope everything is good in your life. I hope you have your friends and family and everyone's doing well. And even if you don't, there are always going to be better days. There's always an opportunity for things to get better today on the show. We're going to talk about INFJs and basically essentially talk about the course that is done, um, what it is and how you can use it in your everyday life. Um, and really talk about some of the, um, essentially some of the weaknesses that INFJs have, not in a way that like can to to sort of call INFJs out as like inferior or bad or negative or anything like that. But there are some common problems that comes with not only being an INFJ without even knowing it, but learning about being an INFJ and then sort of using that as like a uh, propulsion point for you to uh, to propel the sense of elitism, uh, because that's that's kind of a common issue that INFJs face is because they are such a rare type, they can often equate that rarity to specialness. And just because sheer numbers mean that you are fewer and far between, it does not mean that you are better than any of the other types that are available. Um, as personality types. And it does not mean you are any less than them either. That's an important distinction. But it's certainly uh, important to point out that INFJs, while they have absolutely amazing um, uh, powers, and uh, essentially, (laughs) because a lot of their ways of thinking and being are kind of magical, um, that understanding how their intuition and people management comes into play, uh, allows them to certainly have unique strengths, but again, because of the numbers of the amount of INFJs that exist in the world, um, it does not certainly mean that they are more special than others. Um, if anything, it could mean the opposite. It could mean INFJs are out are on the way out the door in terms of a personality type. Right. So again, it's not meant to instill any kind of panic, but it's important for you to kind of create a sense of humility as an INFJ so that you can kind of approach the world and approach other people with a sense of humility that, that you are on an equal playing field with people. And, um, Certainly that is an aspect of introverted intuition that can be a challenge for INFJs because that intuition is about exploring idealism, idealism of humanity, consciousness, emotional expression, and emotional harmony between yourself and your community and really the world. A lot of INFJs are going to have some really intense feelings about the way that the world should be, or the way that people should behave towards each other or, um, you know, the wanting people to be more unique, but sometimes that comes out as like, I want you to be unique like me, (laughs) which is not how that works, right? Unique is gonna be people that are different, right? So um essentially the the reason I bring this up is because these are some of the things that we tackle in the INFJ course. Um I call it a course, it's really just kind of like a culmination, a collection of, uh, streamlined ideas and notions for you to consider and think about as an INFJ. Um, so we talk about essentially the functions in order. I kind of give the intro, which you've already heard, um, a few episodes ago on this podcast. Um, but then I have, um, a couple of different topics. Let me pull up my Trello board to kind of give you the list of official topics that I talk about in the, the course and, um, give you kind of a brief rundown of some of the things there. So pull up the courses, INFJ. All right. So the the first one is the introduction. Like I just said, what does INFJ mean? What is it all about? Um, Because you may have just figured out that you're an INFJ and you have no idea what that it's all about. Uh, The second one is spaced out. What is introverted intuition? Then we go into setting boundaries and expressing ideas. Uh, extroverted feeling, which is your secondary function. Your third function is the sharp blade, also known as tertiary TI, introverted thinking. And uh, your inferior function is uh, extroverted sensing. So I called the fifth uh, segment, make it stop inferior S E. And then we go into, uh, the cognitive loop. Am I crazy or are they crazy? The NITI loop. Uh, then we talk about, um, then I have a conclusion, which is a culmination of relationships, careers, and parenting. And then an overall conclusion about what, um, what some INFJs face, the challenges that they face in terms of, um, making sure that their energy is, um, Uh, They have boundaries for their energy. They're managing their energy correctly in a way that um, will best benefit them as an introverted intuitive. And then being able to balance that with what's going on in the world, because you might be an INFJ that has children and they need your attention and they might be loud and and overstimulating. And um, you're going to need to find ways throughout your day to satisfy some of those things or to find ways to be present in a moment. And that doesn't detriment, that doesn't come to the detriment of like your family life or anyone around you. Because sometimes when INFJs can get into an extreme stress state and they get into their extroverted sensing mode, or they try to basically use their introverted intuition in an extreme sense, they will start to completely shut people out. They will not even notice that someone is there. They will be completely, um, they will completely ignore them essentially, um, which I think is really interesting when it comes to, uh, that personality type that, um, essentially when you go down the cognitive stack and you start with introverted intuition, introverted intuition is essentially about being, um, being kind of, uh, uh, sort of subconsciously in tune with pattern recognition in your brain. So it's almost like, uh, a favor, a favoritism to the subconscious. It's almost like you're a little bit disconnected from reality. Right. And as you go down the cognitive stack, you go towards extroverted feeling. You start considering, okay, how do my ideas, how do my subconscious patterns and processes connect to other people? And how can I help other people? How can I help my community? And, um, and, and come up with these, these ways of making sure that, uh, you know, my version of society can move forward based on my ideas. And then you get into introverted thinking and start thinking about yourself as an individual and how it benefits you and your uniqueness and continuing to not only help your community, but still be a person that has an individual, unique sense of self. And then you kind of go into extroverted sensing, which is your inferior function, and you start talking about how you are ever physically present in your world and you are taking on the physical senses, not thinking so much, but literally just enjoying the sounds, the sights, the tastes, the smells, uh, your sense of balance, all sorts of senses that you're experiencing and like being ever present in them. And that allows essentially your, uh, your introverted intuition to shine and in those moments so that you're being present and you're just, your, your conscious mind is, focused on the extra sensory, the sensory stuff that's going on around you so that your subconscious mind can do all the work in the background. And essentially you come to this aha moment. So there are these things to talk about with introverted intuition, sort of feeling like this aha thing, you know, because it's it's subconscious. Sometimes it can feel like these ideas are just brought to you that by a third party by like God or the universe or something like that. And I think part of this discussion that I have in the introverted intuition aspect and really throughout the course is reminding you that this is a part of your framework as a person. And you are allowed to take credit for this. You are allowed to, to be someone that has these ideas and say, Hey, my brain did this amazing thing. So let's see what we can do with it. Right. And sometimes giving those ideas to an external source, to God, to a universe, to whatever, um, can sort of devalue or create this lower self-esteem as an INFJ. Like you can certainly start to feel like I'm just a conduit. I'm just a vessel for these ideas. I'm not actually unique or interesting as a person, as an individual. I'm just someone that's just given stuff. Like I, I don't dream any of this up. I'm not, I'm not anything special. And while in the beginning of the, the, podcast, I talked about how INFJs shouldn't feel special based on sheer numbers. They should certainly feel special for their ability to pattern connect and, and pattern recognize the things that are going on in human behavior. Because INFJs have this amazing ability to walk into a room and be able to hear, almost feel someone's emotional state or what they're thinking and be aware of someone's intentions and be aware of whether or not someone can fit into their community and into their world. It's certainly important to make sure that that intuition is not a a source of assumptions, but you can certainly know of a baseline to start from when you're trying to connect with someone and knowing that you can also, you know, find a way to get into a conversation with someone without being intrusive. That means you have to set boundaries for yourself, but you can't make the walls so thick that people are not accessible to you. A lot of the, a lot of INFJs want to just immediately jump into an intense, deep depth conversation with a stranger they just met and they're, and you know, if someone's not willing to do that, then they shut them out completely, but you could be missing out on an amazing opportunity to connect with someone. So certainly developing some people skills is going to be important for an INFJ to be able to get to those deep, meaningful connections that they really, really want in life. So learning a little bit of small talk, even though it's annoying and it's something that they don't want to do just understanding and reframing the notion of small talk, being a gateway to not only set boundaries for yourself and to qualify people that are coming into your life, but to also find out whether or not this person is someone that is willing to eventually get into the deep depths of all of these ideas and notions and things that you want to work towards and work through. So, um, There's a lot of amazing stuff in this course. That's just a sampling. I mean, you know, there's a lot of great ideas. It's three and a half hours of me talking about this stuff. So this is an audio course. Um, and so you can download the um, the, the b- bits of audio and take it with you. Um, you can certainly listen to it while you're doing some work. And honestly, as an INFJ, that's going to be the best. Um, you hear these cases of people who like to learn in their sleep, essentially, like they put on headphones while they're sleeping, and uh, you know, wake up in the morning and assume that they've learned things. INFJs kind of do that, but it's not necessarily literally sleeping. But it's like you put on headphones of someone talking in the background and you just kind of like focus on other things, you're sort of absorbing all of the details because INFJs are really great at absorbing all of the detail of things around them and, and, and going from there uh, to eventually ascertain, you know, the, the, the final thought as it were, you know, after experiencing all these new ideas or thoughts or things that someone's exper and someone's, you know, going through. Uh, I think just an audio course might be distracting. So certainly give it a try. Um, after a few times, because an INFJ likes to see someone, they like to read someone's facial expressions and emotions. But honestly, because I'm an INTP, it would be very distracting for you. <laughs> You'd be trying to read the subtleties of my behavior. And I don't give a lot away because I'm just kind of robotic naturally. So, Um, don't worry about that. (laughs) Download and listen to the audio course. Uh, there's a free trial for it. So you can certainly go check that out. Um, there's a link in, if you're listening on anchor, there's a link in the intro of this. Um, but if not, there is also going to be a link in the description of this episode. And you can also go to cnotes.media, scroll down a little bit, and you'll see INFJ, the mage it's seven lessons. It's about three and a half hours. It is um, some amazing stuff that will really help you sort of understand more in depth what an INFJ is, how you function as an INFJ, what are some of your challenges, what are some of the things that you can do to overcome some of those challenges, create a sense of, of humbleness with your personality type, but also a sense of strength and being able to move forward in a way that is going to be helpful for you and your future. So That's it. I'm going to wrap up this episode because that's all I really wanted to talk about and give you guys – an idea that that is out there that's available and uh, you can totally go get it now if you would like to. So again, thank you guys for listening to this episode. I really appreciate you guys. If you have not subscribed to this, you can go to anchor.fm slash super and sign up for this podcast. You can subscribe on any platform that you choose. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, etc. There's also a support the show button that you can uh, click to leave a monetary donation. Uh, be sure to check out learn about me at cnote.media you can check out all my other courses if if the infj one is not interesting to you and um that's it you can also follow us on instagram at super mbti and we'll be giving updates to the podcast and and a couple of little anecdotes here and there throughout um when even when there's no podcast episode uh to try to just start the conversation and and try to help people again you know get to the beat their high score in life i'm still working on that but (laughs) there's something there's something there i like the whole gaming motif so i'm playing with that anyway so um thank you guys for listening to the show take care of yourselves and each other and i'll catch you next time on super myers briggs turbo ex hey thanks for listening to super myers briggs turbo ex we're going to help you with myers briggs and all that fun stuff and uh, if you want to jump straight into the advanced course go to super Training. you want to check out my other shows go to dopamine.life for mental my mental health podcast and you can go to cnote.show to check out the media podcast so if you love this show go to anchor.fm slash super and leave some love leave a review share it with your friends all that good stuff and uh most of all thank you thank you for listening to super Myers-Briggs Turbo EX.